Did you see that thing where it was like when I'm 80 and I have dementia and I only remember TikTok song sounds and one of them she was like she did it. <laughs> yes, we're just 80 going. Okay, let's go. Okay. Let's go. It's our only way to communicate. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. This is a legit <laughs> one. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Welcome back to the besties podcast my name is cal and i'm dom and today we are bringing in one of our polls you guys wanted to see some neurodivergent bitches and i'm gonna be honest (laughs) with you if you guys have been following us through this time um it's like every episode so (laughs) Right. Which also is why our podcast is never on the same day of the week. We're just like everywhere because we both have ADHD. Cal is undiagnosed. I have been diagnosed since like middle school, but this bitch over here has ADHD. (laughs) Unmedicated. Kalena's just raw dogging life. I truly, really, really am. (laughs) <laughs> and I just I just haven't I don't know I just haven't um <laughs> my brain just went like seven different ways which is funny because we we're literally talking about this like I thought about like seven different topics just now like I <laughs> I was like thinking about medication and then I was like thinking about medication and then I was like did you know that there's an Adderall shortage and then did you know that there's people out there that aren't then Adderall and I'm like did you know that Adderall like just sticks in your body but you like like continuously take it and I'm like, Jesus <laughs> dude I literally have I mean like I feel like there's people let's just dive right into it because I really feel like there are people out there that are like us but Like, let me just explain my brain. I have at least three tracks in my brain going at, like, all times. Like, audio tracks, pretty much. I don't know about you. I, yeah. There's a lot going on up here at all times. Even while being medicated, I must say. Yeah, like I literally have and when at bed is like at bedtime it's worse it's like a song elevator music always elevator music um five different things of what I need to do being said at all at the same time it's not like I need to do one two and three it's like one two and three are said all at the same time and then <laughs> I'm having a fake argument with somebody that I knew 10 years ago on the other side of my brain. I feel like when I go to bed at night, it's all of those things. Besides the having an argument, it's like wishing I would have like thinking about things I said throughout the day and like, fuck, I should have said this differently. Or like, why did I say that? Like, you are such a dumb bitch, Dom. Dude, it's like shit that I'd said in like fifth fucking grade, though, for me. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like dumb stuff, dude. It, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's really bad for me. And it's especially if I'm like hanging around people that I don't know and I'll think about like, yeah, they thought that was weird. They thought that was weird. You're weird. You're so weird that like that's how my brain, that's literally what my brain sounds like. They thought you were weird. They thought you were weird. And I'm like, like no, they didn't. No, they didn't. So they thought they were weird. Fucking- weird yeah no but i hear like i hear like weird 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 and then a lot of my time a lot of my stuff and my intrusive thoughts are um my body image and that's been kind of really Mm -hmm. hurting me lately because i've been making such a big deal about it lately i've been feeling so down about myself and it's like those little brain those little things in my brain are like 
I'll look in the mirror and it's like ugly. Look <laughs> <laughs> at you! I feel like it's like a huge intrusive box. I feel like having ADHD is like having an angel and a devil on your shoulder at all times, but instead of like an angel and a devil, it's somebody like like a bully on one shoulder and then like a voice of reason on the next. I mean, I and then on top of that, I have a raccoon on my head. <laughs> <laughs> like everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just he's mechanically moving me around like ratatouille and he'll mechanically move me around through the house and i'll find like six or seven things to do like i started in the kitchen and then ended up in the backyard and like not like everything yes I can there's like 10 cores that got started but weren't finished <laughs> yes that's like how i clean too like I have to start, like, I'll start in one room, and then I'll go to my bathroom, not finish it, and then I'll go to the kitchen and not finish it. But, like, I will get it all done, but it's just a mess while I'm doing it. Yep. Yep. So, um, I really had to learn how to, like, be this way because um, it was really frustrating for my partner at the time uh especially being clean and like living with my mother it's uh actually very frustrating for her as well cuz i feel like everyone who has adhd is going to have um a little bit of like the clutter bug gene where we're just like clutter bugs and we just leave shit everywhere mm -hmm. um but i would have to like just not have cleaning days anymore like it would just be so overwhelming to clean the house in one day for me or like one night or like a side of the house. And we had gotten such a big house in Colorado that it would be like vacuum day. And it would be only vacuuming like the bedroom and then that's it. Because then I'm getting something done. And then for lunch, I'll do a load of laundry and I'll do one load of laundry. Because I'm going to tell you what, I got three weeks worth of laundry still in the fucking laundry room. I shower and I go downstairs in the laundry room and I get dressed in the laundry room. That shouldn't be being put away. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I will say, though, because I'm the same way with laundry, because especially we've never had like main floor laundry. So if my laundry room is in my basement and I live upstairs, I will like put that laundry in the washer and then I'll switch it and then I'll just forget about it because I don't see it. But now that we have main floor laundry, it has been a game changer. Like I literally will put our laundry away as soon as it's done. Well, I loved our old house in Colorado because we had upstairs bedrooms and the laundry was upstairs right next to our room. So I would just do laundry mm -hmm. and then just like force myself to like move it into the room. And I feel like it's really nice to like have somebody like a partner who like holds you accountable, like to be clean it's when yes. you're like us, when you're like us, even though, even though it's annoying because like I get so annoyed with Kevin sometimes, but he really is like, it is super helpful. Like even the other week he was like, why don't you make like a cleaning chart? Like what you were saying, like one day you vacuum, one day you sweep, one day you mop. Like, and I was like, yeah, you're probably right. Cause then I'm not rushing everywhere to get the house cleaned in like one day. I just, I don't think you like a psycho. A the chart is no, I'm not going to do it. Gonna, yeah, that chart's going to make you so overwhelmed. Absolutely fucking not. No, I'm going to look at that chart and I'm going to be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, no. Um, I just was constantly cleaning, though. Like, if you're okay with constantly cleaning. That's my life. Well, Honestly, though, like I was like constantly deep cleaning and like things were like a lot less cluttered. I got a lot. I got a yeah. lot better because 
my ex okay so my ex helped me get that that house like it really wasn't he supported me financially a lot and so he he literally was like i ain't getting this fucking house unless we're fucking clean (laughs) he was like we're not getting this fucking house unless we're fucking clean (laughs) i don't know like i just lived in like some very like nasty places and like i'm like i cannot believe that i did that like our apartments and stuff like that remember how like cluttered i was like my shit was just everywhere your shit was everywhere i was pretty bad and then um even now like my personal space is more cluttered than i would like it but that's because your room is like a fucking cardboard box it's tiny well, you know what? You can pay for my rent then to get me a bigger room. Bitch, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but you're like, I just don't want you to feel bad about the fact that your room is cluttered because the only reason why it's cluttered is because it's so small. Yeah, like I don't really have much room to do anything in there, but it for is anyone that is I- For anyone that's listening, it's because Kalena's mom turned her old bedroom into an office when she moved. <laughs> So now she's in a small room in her house now that she moved back. Yeah, my mom was like, no, I'm not turning that room into the office. Like, this is forever going to be the office, so you can just move into that room. She said, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Dude, it's like the hottest room in the house. Like, <laughs> like... Literally, I have this huge comforter and I can't even use it like in the winter when it's cold because it's so hot. Dude, that comforter is heavy as shit. I know. Like last night I woke up and I was so like I get I've been sweating so bad at night. I'm like, I got to figure something out. Last night I was like, this is I got to get something thinner. That's like a cute comforter. But um, anyways. I also feel like another thing that I also do before bed, I'm going to like go back into that, is I have to sleep with the TV on. No. And I don't know if it's because like I don't like sleeping alone, but I've always been like this. Like even when I had a partner, when we would sleep in bed together, like I still needed to sleep with the TV on. Um, I like. I don't know if it's just because it like turns all of those thoughts off and then I can like focus on what's being said and then fall asleep. I don't think that's an ADHD thing. What? I mean, Kevin's the same way. And like my whole life, I always slept with the TV off and like pitch dark in my room. And when we started dating, I literally had to like train myself to be able to sleep with the TV on because he was like, I can't, I can't not sleep with the TV on. Yeah, I got rid of the pitch, like the darkness type of thing when we moved to Alaska um, because I never got his blackout curtains. I just like trained myself to be able to sleep when it's like in broad daylight hell no there's no way what is your it actually wasn't bad really huh really no yeah like it it wasn't that bad truly like i i mean like we had like i had like a little bit of so i forget what we had we had like blinds and curtains but nothing blackout so it was just like it was like napping at like 4 p.m. <laughs> like the sun wasn't up all the way. It wasn't bad. What is your hyperfixation food right now? It's honestly like the older I get, the less that I'm bringing in new hyperfixations of like what I want to eat. So lately it's been, (laughs) last summer it was really good. Like I was like wanting only chicken and hummus and that's all I could eat or I would puke if I was eating something else. And then 
I think it was like some type of salad or whatever. Now it's on crustables. Uh, cheddar and sour cream chips. And and maybe like a dots pretzel. I don't know if you guys have ever had that, but everyone's had a dots pretzel, bitch. Dude, I didn't just recently started eating those. Dude, like two years ago. I lived in Alaska, so fuck you. Well, no, number I two, started eating them like four I won't eat. three years ago, too, but I'm sure by now everyone has had a Dots pretzel. Um, And then what I've been getting is it's, <laughs> it's chicken. It's like, okay, so we... Whenever I was like, do you want to go out to eat? I'm like, yeah. Can we get the same freaking restaurant every single time? And I get like grilled chicken. No. I get grilled chicken. Karabas is so good. It literally slaps, but it's like not as satisfying as my hyperfixation meal. So it's like grilled chicken, green beans, and sweet potato fries. And I can eat that every single day of the week. And it comes with like a Marcella sauce on the top. That sounds amazing. Dude. Dude. And the sweet potato fries are waffle, so it's like so delicious. Yum. It's so good. I don't really feel like I've had I don't really feel like I've had a hyperfixation meal because I haven't had a kitchen to cook in lately. So when I do get a hyperfixation meal, it's typically like takeout. So right now I feel like Qdoba because I had it last week and now I want it every single day but like I'm more of a hyper fixation snack kind of girly so the last like two months it was Ritz peanut butter crackers which Cal knows because last time Dude, I, I still have them. a whole pack of them just so yeah, I, snack I still have them like I have yet to eat them <laughs> they're so good and now for the last like two weeks, it's been Teddy Grahams, which if you are a neurodivergent person, you know about like having hyperfixations on certain foods. Honestly, like, and when we're talking about it, even now, like I'm feeling pukey, like I'm feeling pukey. And I wish that this like had something to do with my weight. Okay, there was remember those like two weeks where I like couldn't eat. Yeah, and I think a lot of it it may have had done it had have been with like some of my anxiety and like dating and stuff. But truthfully, like I'm, I'm just thinking about it, I'm gagging, and I feel like this is also neurodivergent. I ate something, and my mom has Celtic salt, and Celtic salt is actually like really good for you. It's natural. Um, you're supposed to actually eat it. And moderation and like obviously not like how we put salt on there. But I was eating <laughs> like gagging as I'm talking about this. I was eating like potatoes or something. I don't know. And I bit down and I swear to God, there was like a little fucking pebble in there. And it was from this Celtic salt. Like it was like a straight pebble. And it just grossed me out so fucking much that I couldn't eat for like two weeks. Like every single thing, like was just grossed me out so bad because I was hyper fixating on that fucking pebble. And then, like this happens to me all the time. Like I'll get obsessed with something, and like the thought of eating it, I'm like, Bleh. like after like two weeks, like <sighs> I can't eat it anymore. Like no. chicken and hummus, the thought of it, Bleh. dude. It's bad. How about your hype first fixation song? Right now? Like, I will never have. Well, that's an. Okay, well, like, neurodivergent people, like, I don't know if this is neurodivergent people. Like, I don't even know what that freaking definition actually is. But to all my autistic girlies (laughs) who never have a fucking playlist. 
I just have liked songs and I'm usually listening to the first two light of my like songs in Spotify. <laughs> I always, yeah, I listen to the same songs all the time, but mine right now that I'm constantly listening to, like right when I get into the car and I pr- probably play it six times in a row. Sorry, not sorry by Tyler. Creator. Okay. What's yours? Oh. Well, I'm I've added quite a bit onto mine, like my tops. But this is <laughs> um Forget Me by Louis Capaldi. <laughs> like I'm embarrassed to say that. <laughs> Why? That's your husband. That is my husband. But it's not like the type of music that I actually listen to. Like before that, it was all that she wants by Ace of Base. Like, I'm yeah, proud to say you, that. You were listening to that for a while. That was like my calm down song. You know, when like little newborns, when you see them and they're crying and then their parents turn on like 50 Cent and they're like, they start bopping. They like start bopping and shit. Remember that day I was like having a panic attack and you were like, all right, we just need to turn on some Ace of Base and you'll feel better. It helped. <laughs> It really did, though. What do you feel like? (laughs) What do you feel like is the hardest thing? God damn it, Kalina. That was funny, though. But really, this really actually happened, guys. I'm just now remembering it. (laughs) Ooh, Say It by Maggie Rogers. I've been listening to that. (gasps) I'm so glad I showed you that song. It's a good one. Oh, my God. It's one of those songs where you get chills or you could feel it. So I was like, I cannot not have this song. Yes, that song's amazing. Um, what do you feel like is the hardest thing about being neurodivergent as an adult? Because I feel like when you're a kid that has ADHD or is has neuro is a neurodivergent, sorry. Um, you kind of get like a pass because you're still trying to like figure things out. But now as an adult, I feel like I like have to have my shit together and like I don't because my brain doesn't work that way. <laughs> right. Like so honestly, like I didn't know I was this way until I was an adult. A lot like, of people I really don't. Yeah, like I did. I it was like I was at a point where I was like, why do I struggle so much? And then it was like TikTok comes along in 2020, and you're like, oh, <laughs> like there was little things that I used to do where you know I, all of my memories right now are with my past partner, where we would like joke around. Um, and I would have like T-Rex hands and now I'm like realizing, you know, when it's like tension and you're holding your hand in like a T-Rex hand way, I would just Mm -hmm. like, I would just be bumping around the house, just doing that. Like that would be my comfort, comfortable spot. I'd sleep that way. And so I've learned that that's because I was in a flight or fight or flight situation where I was just constantly having anxiety, never feeling safe in my own home. So it was tension that I needed to make myself feel safe. But like I said, it, like I said earlier, I guess to answer your question is I, he would push me to be less cluttered or like finishing the laundry. Um, so like having these tasks that I know that need to be done. And I think it's really hit me hard moving into a work from home job because I have like absolutely no time management skills. Like I will just stand up and like run into the living room and I'm like, what am I doing? And I'm just standing around in the room and I'm like, how the fuck did I get here? And then I like turn around and have to go back to my computer because my body like needs to know what to do. So when I'm having really, really bad days where I'm very distracted, I actually put shoes on. So I learned this trick and it was like when you, and when I cleaned, I used to do this too. I used to put like Crocs on or something like 
shoes that I would wear like around the house that were still clean, but I would wear them like out in the yard, but not out in Walmart. I don't know. And where I felt like I had shoes on and I would clean. And when you put shoes on it actually like you're the constriction of your feet, it actually like for ADHD people makes them feel like they're not in home mode. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. So I started putting shoes on and it's helped. And then during work, I had to get it okayed. But I was told my boss, I was like, dude, I have ADHD. Is it okay if I have the TV going? Like, I promise I'm not going to be watching TV. I literally watch Gilmore Girls 15 times, like, each month. It's just on replay. And she was like, yeah, that's okay. So I had to get that okay with my boss. So I have constant simulation or, like, constant background noise. Like, that was another thing that I've learned is, like, if I'm focusing on things, I need noise. Like mm-hmm. it can't be silent. And I still will like have like a trail of my shit just all over the house. And I can think of like a million things right now that are just like a trail of my shit all over my house. Or you can be like, where did you start? And I'm like, I don't even know. But I just feel like it's a struggle every day. But a lot of the struggle for me is being a clean individual. I know that's like shitty to say, but like just cleaning my space is a really hard thing for me to do. Yeah. Sorry, that was like such a what about you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're just yeah i was like zoning out for a second what did you say what about you um i feel like so i was medicated for a really long time and then i got off my meds and like i thought that i was fine like i was like okay i'm like a functioning adult like i'm doing my life just fine and then i had kids and that's when I was like, shit, I need to be medicated again. Like I literally can't function because as a mom, you have to be in so many places. Like I'm not just in charge of my life. I'm managing a household. I'm in charge of this little person. And I was like, got on, got back on my medication. And then we wanted to have Zuri. So I had to get off my medication And then I got back on it after she was like a year. So, and I feel like even getting on medication is a process because you have to get adjusted to what that's like and try to figure out what dosage is best for you and what's going to make you feel, and I don't want to say normal, but kind of like what's going to make you feel like a normal functioning human being. And I feel like the hardest part for me having ADHD is, first of all, being on time because in my head, I have so much time to get ready or get to this place. And in reality, I don't. And me and you struggle with this hard when we're together. Um, I actually don't, though, on like a normal basis. I actually have a very weird like... I, I feel like I don't have enough time, like on a different actual side of ADHD, because this is also a sign of ADHD or a symptom, excuse me. I feel like I have no time. So if I have to like be at work at 10 a.m., I'll wake up at like 6 a.m. because I'm going to tell myself it's going to take me three hours to get ready. No. Yeah, dude. So when I go over to your house, I'm like, <laughs> see, this is where we this is where we differ. So this is where we differ 1000%. And I think maybe this is why I'm okay not being medicated right now or ever is because I, what makes me not normal is how much I am dependent on my routines. Yeah. That's why I was. Yeah. So like, I feel like you aren't a routine person. 
like you're not a routine person and I'm on like the other end of the spectrum where my routines are like debilitating to me like if I'm not within them and I know that if I had routines it would be like that would probably be life-changing for me but I think I don't know. It's just so difficult for me to like change how I do certain things. And being married to somebody who is not neurodivergent is a blessing and a curse because like he does help me so much in certain ways just because my brain doesn't work the same way as his. But I think the most difficult thing sometimes is like he does get really frustrated sometimes, which I would too if I was him. But it's, like, constantly reminding him, like, my brain legitimately, like, I I do not process things the same way that you do. And I don't, like, I mentally cannot, like, that's just not how my brain works. So something that Kevin often gets mad about is when I'm cooking dinner and I literally, it looks like a fucking tornado blew up in our kitchen. Because I would like open this, leave it on the counter, open that, leave it on the counter, which after I'm done cooking dinner, I always clean it all up. But he's like, you know, it wouldn't take you so long to clean up after dinner if you would just clean up while you're cooking. And I'm like, nope, never thought of that. So when I did start doing that, it was very nice. So I don't know if you are a neurodivergent person. I think it is helpful to have a partner who is not neurodivergent because if I was married to somebody like me, I think it would be chaos. Honestly, I don't feel like it'd be so bad. Oh no. You good girl? You just fart? No, it was like a, it wasn't even a burp. It was like a weird sound from my throat. Oh, okay. okay. I I really feel like it wouldn't be so bad. Like, I really don't feel like it would be so bad. Like, I feel like it would be nice to live with someone who is like me, but also like I would need somebody who's clean, like who is clean enough like me, you know, like, like I'm a deep cleaner, but a clutter bug, if that makes sense. Like the house is cluttered, but it's not dirty. So like I have to pick up after myself quite a bit, but like, I'm like, doing my dusting, my vacuuming, my mopping, my baseboard. I do my baseboards more than any person that I know. Um, you know, like, so it, it, it's, it's a different feeling for me. Um, since I've moved back home, uh, I hope my mom is not listening to this at all because I am coming from the experience of having my own place. I literally barely clean like me and my mom are clean enough to where we like, I feel like we don't have to clean. So we're doing like dusting and stuff like that or whatever. I say we very lightly because she does the majority of the cleaning and she literally wants to rip my head off. (laughs) (laughs) But my defense, I got into this like habitual practice of just being so busy until I go to sleep or like working until 9 PM every single night, like 12 hour days. And then on the weekends, I like have plans every single hour of the day. So I have no plans for those, you know, like to clean, like she can. And my mom is a let's we're on Sunday. I'm going to clean the house. And I hear that. And I'm like, Oh, that's so overwhelming. Like, can I just like, can you just give me a task to do during the week, which she has yet to do. So it's just learning and working to be, I don't know that way, but I, um, with living here though, it's really hard because my mother doesn't like clutter at all. So I'm constantly like on my toes or like having to like, you know, clean up after myself quite a bit. So I've been doing a lot better with that. Like, and been doing a lot better with dishes and doing a lot better with, I don't know, just, just certain things because my past partner, like he wasn't the cleanest in the world. So things would get dirty and then I would, I would clean it and clean it and clean it and clean it over and over again. And then I just got better about it. But, um, kind of rambling now, but 
there are certain things about me where I feel like I'm more, I, I, you disagree when I say this, but I feel like I'm more like an autistic side than I am. You are like not. neurodivergent. Like I truly, maybe not, no, but maybe so. Like, <laughs> like I know I don't have my routines right now, but when I'm not on a routine or like there isn't a plan, it like is, it's like very alarming in my body. Like I have well, yeah, really bad anxiety. People, I, some people that have like ADD, like there's not everybody that has ADD or ADHD. It's like the same for them. So like you, I feel like you have ADHD, but we have like different qualities yeah like i feel like we're at different ends of the spectrum you know like i don't know like when i have children i always think about that like when i have children i can't have a child that isn't on a routine like if i have a wild child like i don't know what i'm gonna do like i don't know what i'm gonna do (laughs) like i think i have wild kids (laughs) No, I don't think you have wild kids at all, actually. I feel like Porter does really well with routines. I don't know if Zuri will, but I just think about it like I actually don't think about your kids when I think about me having kids, just so you know. Oh, okay. So good. I'm not like comparing my future kids to your existing kids. <laughs> I was like, this bitch like <laughs> just hoping just... that her kids aren't like mine. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, your kids, like, literally have no routine because that's just, like, how you guys are and they're completely fine with it. Like, but I feel like Porter is pretty good about a routine. We have routines during the week, but uh, I, I really during the weekend, really, when you're here. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, my routine to a routine to you is, like, on crack to me and what makes me feel comfortable. <gasps> what what do you mean yeah like um so like (laughs) it's so embarrassing like saying this like i haven't been so much on a routine like when i wake up at the same time because i haven't been sleeping lately but when i'm like truly on my popping off my adhd shit i am up at the same time every single morning And I have to give myself enough time to wake up and then I have to shower in the morning, which I've been doing very well not doing to try to become a normal human who can like shower whenever. But usually I have to shower in the morning or I'm so disgusted with myself. It like ruins my day. And so I'll shower in the morning and then I have a very strict skincare routine, which is a routine It's not like I'm strict on the products, if that makes sense. So like I have to brush my teeth first or it's going to ruin my moisturizer. So I brush my teeth. And then after that, I have to get dressed, put my deodorant on before I put my or put my bra on, then my deodorant. And then I put my clothes on. Like it's like not like just running around and making sure that I'm okay and I have all of that done. It's like I can't get it done unless I do this thing first. And then. I get into work and I work. And then the same time after I start working, I take my 15 minute break to, cause I have to drink water in the morning or I feel like my organs aren't going to work. <laughs> and this all sounds like very, o- I feel like it sounds like OCD, but it's like not OCD, I guess. I don't know. It's just like a routine for me. And then I make my coffee And then sometimes I'll make breakfast and then I'll eat lunch at the same time every single day. But a lot of the times I try to eat a big enough breakfast so I can be a piece of shit at lunch and not (laughs) do anything. And then after I get out of work, no one's allowed to talk to me for 30 minutes. (laughs) Like I don't text anybody back. If my mom comes in and tries to talk to me, I'm like, dude, I'm so fucking overwhelmed right now. Leave me the fuck alone. I don't talk to her like that, but I'm like, mom, leave me alone. Leave me alone, mom. I literally just got off of work. Mom, 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 I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. And she's like, dude, you're so fucking weird. 
<laughs> then, so then that happens. And then I get up and I'll eat dinner. That's my day. And then I usually have like a plan of what I'm going to do after work because I'll get really overwhelmed if I don't have a plan of like what exactly I'm going to watch, uh, what exactly I'm going to do, if I'm going to read, if I'm going to watch a certain TV show, like not like, oh, I'm just going to sit down and see if I can find something on TV. Like, no, I have to have like an idea of it or I can't do it. Stop. Like I can't do it. Dude, I'm telling you, like my routines, I've been really trying to be somebody who can like live on the edge and like make last minute plans. And I've been doing really well with that. I've been doing so good. Honestly, though, I've been doing so good with that. Like people will be like, do you want to hang out tonight? And usually I'm like, I don't know because it it wasn't in the plan. Like, no, I don't want to go. And now I've been like, yep. Okay. Fuck it. I'll do it. You know? So that's been really trying for me, but that is when I'm telling you it's a routine. I'm not just saying like, oh, like Porter does really good with going to school during the week, coming home and you guys do your dinners and then have fun and then go to bed. Like, no, it's like a whole fucking thing for me. That's wild. It's a, yeah, sorry. I just like talked a lot, but now you guys know exactly how I live. It can be so debilitating. So I've been really, that's why I'm so busy all the time too. Like hanging out with friends and like doing things because then I feel like I'm out of that routine and I'm enjoying life and enjoying the little things. And a lot of the uh, summer nights, I just will sit outside and like read or be on my phone. So I'm like still in touch with enjoying being alive, you know? Mm -hmm. But when I was, when I was with my ex, it was bad. It was really bad. Like up at 7 a.m. doing everything I just explained. I have a planned chore on lunch, planned chore after I get back home, planned dinner, planned like leisure activity, bed at 10 p.m. And it drove him nuts. (laughs) It did. It's, I don't know. That's why I'm like, I don't know if it would be so hard being with somebody who is, who has ADHD as well. Maybe not. Are you there? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Like, why aren't you talking? Because you were talking. Honestly, I feel like there, that's true. Okay. Honestly, I feel like though, that there is like really good, like fun aspects of me that make me goofy, but that also is a symptom of ADHD. And I just recently learned this one. It's like when I'm like uncomfortable or if I'm just like existing, I'll just like scream out a song that's been playing in my head for like seven days straight. (laughs) Um, I I don't know if you've noticed that I do that. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like my family will be like in a huge fight, and I'll be in the background, and I'm like, Maria, Maria. <laughs> Just trying to break like. Usually, ice. a cousin will laugh. Usually my cousins will laugh or something, but I'll be like, oh, wrong time. Or like, <laughs> um, <laughs> like I'll be in like a team meeting and I'll just be like, <laughs> I'm like trying to think of a different song that like we've been singing. Like, what is the song that we sang? Me and you? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, here's one. We went to that Louis Capaldi concert recently, me and my family, well, me and my cousin, and <laughs> one of his songs goes, yo, grays, yo, grays, and, like, I will say it like that, like, <laughs> like this outlandish, like, <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> yo, grays, <laughs> like, which is weird as fuck. <laughs> 
Don't I'll be like, Maria. <laughs> that is like my MO. It's like, I'm going to sing something really fucking weird and it's going to be like the chorus and two words of it. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite things about you. Um, Another thing, remember where you were like, I've never seen anybody so fucking ADHD is I get overwhelmed over things like very easily. Um, but also remember she bought me. Okay. So I go over to her house, my monthly visit and she's like, what snack do you want me to get you? And I was like, get me those fucking ruffles. Cause obviously I, that's like the only snack that I can eat. And, uh, <laughs> I was eating them and I don't, maybe no one said it, but I like, like to chipmunk my chips because they just taste better. So I'll eat like little tiny bits of it and then like suck off the cheese and then take a little bit and suck off the cheese. But it has to be like a big chip. So it makes me feel like I'm eating a lot. So I don't eat as many chips. Like it's like, <laughs> it's like this whole like planned out thing in my head. And I'm just sitting there on her couch, like chipmunking the fucking chips. I don't know. <laughs> I thought okay I at least had a better laugh out of you. <laughs> why? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, still like I just thought it was funny. No, it was so funny. No, but when ADHD. you were like <clears throat> calling me, when I called you about the chips, when I was at Target, you were like explaining something and you were like super overwhelmed. I don't remember. You were on the way to my house and I was like, you literally are being so ADHD right now. <laughs> Oh, my, I got a new phone case and I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I was so overwhelmed about it because I had bought it and I was on the way to your house and I had put it on, but it was really hard to take off. Like, I literally don't know if I'll ever take this off my phone and it was so overwhelming and I don't like it and it's just stuck on my phone and I just don't know what to do. <laughs> But I've been having really bad anxiety. I was having really bad anxiety about that day. My, If something personal is happening to me, and I, this might be a neurodivergent or like a normal person thing, because honestly, like I don't know the difference at this point, but you think about like there's something personally happening and I'll get like anxiety about that. And it's like a little doomy anxiety, like mixed in, make it a little spicy and then something like happens where you don't like it and it 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 like is overwhelming for me like it, it it like overwhelms the fuck out of me that particular situation but it's probably because there's like stuff going on in the background in my head so like if i'm stressed or something like that and then someone like asks me to do something i'm like it's like literally the, end of the world like literally going yeah i'm going to yeah. i'm literally going to blow up I like, like do not come to me ever. Uh, no, I'm the same way. Like I get overstimulated so fast, especially with having kids. Like, oh my god, no, I'm like constantly overstimulated. So that's like, which is a nightmare for me. So like that is probably a difference with us too. Is I don't I do get overstimulated, um, but it's different. I get overwhelmed easy. So like I don't get overstimulated with your kids. You do because they're so fucking noisy and every single fucking kid in the entire world is. And that's great. And then there's like TV going on. Porter's like screaming a fucking song or some whatever. Zuri's in the corner like bashing the toy to turn on. And then it's like that Chinese fucking toy that I got them that's so fucking loud. Yeah, you fucking bitch. <laughs> and it's just all... <laughs> all this shit's just happening all at once and i'm pretty good about tuning it out but you and kevin are not like i'm just no, literally kevin like kevin is really good at like, tuning it I, out most I, of the time but i can't like because kevin well, will be like damn just tune well, it out and i'm like i literally can't like yeah. i hear a million things right now and my brain can't handle it yeah i mean i get that i get that like a lot but what overwhelms me right now and like literally just talking about this makes me want to barf. Oh, God. I'm, is when um, 
and I've been really working on this, for example, is when other people touch me, (laughs) but like in like an overwhelming way (laughs) that like touch is like overstimulating for me. Yeah. So like your kids like want to cuddle with me all the time. I was going to say, just wait until you have kids that literally want to be on you at all times. Yeah. Like I I can't. Yeah. Like, and I feel like it'd be, I feel like it, it would be better maybe if they were actually my kid. I don't know. No, it wouldn't. Um, but like, I have to like, well, me and Porter like have finally had, he's like understanding. I'm like, okay, I'm overwhelmed right now. We got to just chill, but we can still cuddle. Mm-hmm. You know, God, like the thought of it is like making me gag. <laughs> Same. You want to know what? Like, I honestly Dude. think I would have been fine in life if God just would have been like, here, here's your ADHD. This is what you have. But also, like, depression and anxiety, like, that's enough slices. Like, wh- I only needed one of those things, I didn't need all three. <laughs> I almost feel like ADHD carries depression and anxiety. I feel like it's just, it's a, it's a, like a pack bundle that you're born with. Like you don't have one without the other two. Yeah, maybe. Well, you don't have, wait, let me rewind. If you have ADHD, you cannot not have anxiety and depression. Like that's, that just comes with the price of being different but maybe yeah I don't know like I feel like my brain works really weird too so it's like I've been on antidepressants in the past and it's been really a strange experience for me so I I really feel feel like it is because of my ADHD and like the way that I think Mm -hmm. um and so I have to like I had to get off of those because it would like separate all of my like emotions. I don't know if that makes sense. No. Like it made me aware of it made me like a lot more aware of like um like it just made me a lot more self-aware of my emotions and like I'm like, oh, "Okay, anxiety, here it is right here." But don't you want that? I don't know. No, because that just amplifies it for me. Oh, okay. I don't know, dude. It was fucking weird. I just, I don't know. Antidepressants were there for me when I needed them, but I didn't, that's not something that I need to be taking at a, like a normal basis. Like, it's just, I know a lot of people do need that and that's fine, but. For me, I was on like a temporary uh, medication anyways, so it, it was strictly, maybe it was because it was strictly for depression. And so like maybe. my ADHD and anxiety came out like really bad. Yeah. Like I wasn't on like Lexapro where it was like for both your anxiety and depression. Yeah. Shouts out to Lexapro. I've been taking that shit every day for like I would a rather- month and a half. I literally, like, would rather die than be on Lexapro. Why? I just, like, feel like I changed so much and I'm on medication. I would probably die if I I wasn't on Lexapro. Like, I just never have a good, like... Like, the reason why I've been so down on the dumps is because I started taking birth control again. Like this tiny I little fucking pill. You started take that makes so much fucking sense, dude. Dude, I'm telling you, dude. It's like I am just so sensitive to literally anything. I'm allergic to all like fucking laundry detergents and body washes and and like it's. I'm never allergic to shit that I eat, but like I can't use certain fucking skincare products. And I can't take fucking medicine. Like, like when you were telling me to take a Excedrin for my migraines, I cannot take anything but ibuprofen for it to like hit it. What? For even to touch a headache. 
dude i'm telling you like it's just the craziest fucking thing like i just i don't even know what excedrin is actually i've never tried it but it's i'm talking like versus like ibuprofen oh is it but it's i'm talking about like ibuprofen versus like tylenol and acetam uh what is it Aleve, you know all of those different ones i just i don't know dude i'm built different you really are built different i agree with that statement honestly dude i'm telling you i just know if i'm going to be on like something like lexapro or another antidepressant like it has to be like no i'm never doing it again i'm never doing it again i lost like 50 percent of my hair and it's, it hasn't grown back. Maybe that's And I read it up from. online and it like I read online that it doesn't grow back because of the reason why you lost it. Dude, my I hair hasn't grown that. since grown since fucking 2016. Yeah, I'm telling you like if there's a side effect in a, f- a fucking drug, I am feeling it. Yeah. Like I will – okay, so my brother's a pharmacist and I will text him and I'm like, hey, I'm on this medication and I've never had such bad nausea in my life. And he'll look up like studies and surveys and things for me and he's like, you're joking, right? Like three, only 3% of people who actually take that have those same exact side effects. And I'm like, dude, you got to be fucking with me right now. <laughs> You not like, to take I just don't. No, that's what I'm Dude, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. And then birth control hits me pretty fucking hard. But my acne was so bad. It helps with my acne. It's like the price of beauty. I do hyperfixate on my acne and like I do a lot of picking. Yes, same. And a lot of like picking my face, picking my scalp, biting my lip. Yeah. Yeah, I pick my nails all the time. I don't know if that's. Yeah, honestly, like I don't know if that's associated to like anxiety or neurodivergent, right? Like. I need a doctor to come on and we need to talk about this. I mean, it would just literally piss me off, to be honest. (laughs) Like, I just, like, I'm just one of those people who just, like, self-diagnose and then just live with it. Like, at least I'm not (laughs) self-medicating. Right, right. Buying fucking... (laughs) amphetamines off the black market i will say though i i was just thinking about this like the reason why you and i like strive like we were both servers at one point in our lives the reason why we did well as servers is because like that's like such a chaotic like job and you have to be able to like think about 17 different things at once and i feel like that's why we did so well or like we're serving for so long like i kind of miss it no that was like the best job for me you miss it to be honest i thrive in chaos yeah dude i really liked it but the one thing about it is i feel like i'd be embarrassed to be like you know to tell like my mom or like my dad that I would want want to be a server for the rest of my life. And I'm not hitting on anybody who would want to do that. But like but our parents would be disappointed is what we're saying. <laughs> I know, like I, yeah, like I'd have to like lie and be like, yeah, I want to be even though this would be really cool. Like I feel like okay, we gotta talk about this too. His being is wanting to uh I'd be like, yeah, I want to be an actor, and then I'm just going to pick up some serving jobs. But speaking of actors, we actually, both of us have this crazy delusion that we actually are going to be famous one day. (laughs) Like, I know you feel it. (laughs) 
And so we saw this TikTok and like, we're not, I don't believe everything that I see on TikTok. Like, trust me, I take it with a grain of salt, but it is something that is like in my life. So I watch it, but this guy, I sent it to Dom and it was like, one of the first signs of schizophrenia is where you have a delusion that you're going to be famous one day. (laughs) We're both probably low key schizophrenic. I love that for us. I did. I do see some like interesting schizophrenic things where this guy like literally will have like a GoPro on his head and just like live life and he's like yeah someone's following me right now someone's following me right now and then he'll look back at the footage on his phone really quick and like no one will be there oh i can tell you right now that doesn't happen to me so i'm hoping that i'm actually not schizophrenic (laughs) that doesn't happen to me either so (laughs) i think we're in the clear yeah but who knows i mean if someone is on here watching it's if someone's on here and they have schizophrenia like that is a crazy crazy thing props to you to live life and get through that each day but tell me what it's like it's one yeah, thing i've been interested in we need to hear um, it yeah like do you think that you're going to be famous because <laughs> i truly believe i don't truly believe it as much as when i after i saw that tiktok i'm like okay all right like that was like kind of like the line in the line in the sand for me you were like let's tone it down dude you are literally trying to hook me up with louis capaldi so (laughs) it's gonna happen it's gonna happen (laughs) that's the schizophrenia talking serious about it too she would text me and she'd be like it literally could happen and i'm like no it's not and she was like you literally never know and i'm like no but i do know it's not gonna happen and then i and then i didn't tell her it was because he was famous i I literally I sent you a picture of his ex and I was like, I don't look anything like him or like her. Like, <laughs> like this is shit you would do with like a normal guy. <laughs> so then I messaged Louie Capaldi on TikTok and I go, so are we going to hang out or what? <laughs> he didn't message back. Delusional bitches. <laughs> uh, um, but <laughs> it just—I don't know. That shit was fucking funny. That was so funny because it was like a realization where I was like, "Dom, he's literally famous. It's not gonna happen." And you're like, "What?" And I'm like, "No." And then you're like, "Oh yeah, I guess you're right." Like, it took convincing. It still could happen. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's true. I did go see him recently at the Masonic Temple, which is a very small stage. So he could have been just singing to my soul the entire time. It's been looking for me everywhere. So that could be happening, too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He saw saw me and he was... If you're listening to this... Kalena is your girl. We're about to we're making a we're making a thing out of this. <laughs> okay. We're gonna tag him in it. Perfect. How fun would that be on her TikTok? That'd be really so fun. Funny. Well, you guys, if you were hoping to get advice on this episode of living as a neurodivergent, that's probably not what you were. You didn't get what you were hoping for. But (laughs) if you're a neurodivergent, gosh, I can't even say it, Cal. And you have successfully... Neurodivergent. (laughs) And you've successfully figured out how to live life as a functioning person 
We would love to hear your tips. Give us all the advice because we are still figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. One feedback that I did hear from one person is, is after they were medicated, they used to have like this innate, like buzzing or like ringing or they could hear the lights and then they, that stopped the minute they were medicated. It stopped when they were medicated. So if you're out here medicated, yeah, like if you're out here like me and you're barebacking it and you're hearing every single fluorescent light up in this bitch, you got to wear shoes to get anything fucking done. Hit me up. Let's hang out. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like like you know when you go to the beach and you get like fucking sand. Hang on, hot take. When you know when you go to, I know we're about to wrap up, but let me just wrap it up. Like when you know you go to the beach and you get fucking sand everywhere, and it just like you're fucking there's there's just fucking sand everywhere, or like you're in a dream and there's just fucking bogs everywhere. I would explain that experience as the same experience for anyone who's listening to this as what it feels like to be overstimulated or overwhelmed as like a neurodivergent. And I just remember that. Yeah. And that's another thing. That's a good hot take. There's not one. I mean, it's a good analogy, but like also there's not one train of thought because I don't remember what we were talking about before this. We were wrapping it up. We were wrapping it up. (laughs) (laughs) At least I'm doing something good for the world because there is an Adderall shortage and. I'm not medicated. (laughs) Anyways, I'm just going to wrap this up. You guys know what to do. Hit like, subscribe, whatever you do, whatever you do, rate us, subscribe. Love you. Bye. I know you're not recording.